Welcome to the Static Zone Podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when TV had a static snow cover channel before you popped in your VHS or switched over to Channel 3. I'm your local college entomologist, Professor Scotty Moe, and with me is the mayor of Centerville himself. It's Corey, a.k.a. Tornado Jones. I am here, and I've been here for 25 years. So. Mm, we never knew it. <laughs> never knew it until we've... Saw you roll up in your thin car with your pompadour. I don't know car models, so I can't like reference what the exact like fifties cars were in this movie. But <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, something. I wrote down. It's gone now. I'll find it eventually when we're not talking. We call about those hoopties nowadays. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, uh, but this week. Aliens take over a small Midwestern town and leave the planet alone until a college professor tries to save his daughter from their clutches of evil. Maybe. I don't know what they were doing, but that's right. It's Strange Invaders, the 1983 sci-fi classic you've never heard of and that I learned of through the In Search of Tomorrow documentary. Uh, this movie is available on Tubi, the streaming service Tubi. And For free. incredibly overpriced on DVD and Blu-ray. So doesn't even don't don't it doesn't even deserve people to buy it on DVD or Blu-ray. Watch it on Tubi. <laughs> I was very surprised it has a Blu-ray uh, thing because I, I yeah, I'm just always curious. Uh, there is a who commentary. released it. Oh, boy. Don't ask me that. Is it a vinegar syndrome or a shout no, factory? No, no, no. That it's it was, dead to us. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Cast and crew of this this uh, this here thing, though, uh, the director, Michael Lachlan, has only directed three movies. This is one of them. Good. Another one called Strange Behavior. Not at all associated to this movie. And then also yep. another one called Mesmerized. He uh, produced a lot, but he's only directed oh, three yeah. things. Um, and then... Uh, what, through, what, I wonder hmm. if most of his producing was after these movies were made, because if so, that would make a lot of sense. So. The, oh, whoops. I have everything up besides what I needed. I had the facts, factoids and fun facts up still instead. Um... Where are his credits? Uh, we'll look at him. In a Where are his here. credentials? <laughs> yeah, let me see your credentials, sir. Where are your papers? Uh, he produced stuff through. Oh, he was a writer too. So he he produced from the late sixties up through eighties, and oh. then did a screenplay for Shanghai nineteen twenty in nineteen ninety one, whatever that is, town and country in two thousand and one, okay. and that was the last thing he did. It's interesting, so. his, you said it, the strange behavior, you didn't state it, but in the docket it says, strange behavior was 1981, this mm-hmm. movie, Strange Invaders, is 1983, and then Mesmerize is 1985, so he just did like, a fi- like, he did a movie like, boom, boom and then two boom, years, boom. and then two years, like, he's yeah. like, yeah, only the odd numbers, that's the only time I can release a movie, so. Mm-hmm. Otherwise they'll get me. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, but the uh, the cast is um, if you know them, you know them. If you don't, you don't. Is kind of what I'm going with here. But mm-hmm. the star of it, Paul Lamott, was Charles Charles Bigelow, um, known yeah. for American Graffiti and also Puppet Master. Uh, I've not seen Puppet Master, but he's one of the main characters in that. The first one is it the first one or is he like a recurring character in the series? Because so, uh, there's like four, saw, aren't there? Yeah, I only saw him credited as a person in Puppet Master, the first one, and then the um the other ones. Let me see here, man. You're asking me questions that I don't. Have. Well, we'll we'll get into it, but he was, I'll, he was fucking terrible in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex Whitaker is who he played in Puppet Master. So let me look up on the old, the good old, um, uh, the, uh, the in- interwebs, the, uh, wiki. That's what I was looking up. Puppet Master fandom wiki. Couldn't oh, man. Word. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't remember the word wiki. Uh, yeah, it just says that his Puppet Master 2, he's mentioned. There you go. I, I guess he's. Well, stop opening things because you're turning into a robot. So... Oh, okay. I mean, I sound fine to myself, but yeah. You're well, good. Stop, stop asking me questions then. Um, I will. I, look, all right, man. I got a lot of questions with this movie, as would anyone. So... Great. So, Nancy Allen is also in this as Betty Walker. She uh, is the only person I recognize until uh, we'll get to the other guy. Um, but she was in Robocop. She was uh, Robocop's partner. The, the whole movie. I'm like, I know this lady. Yeah. But and then I read the docket today and I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're completely right. So yep, yep, yep. there you go. Uh, Michael Lerner as Willie Collins. He was Fulton and Elf. Uh, for those that don't know names, because I don't know if they even said names. He's the angry boss of the dad and Elf. And then he's also oh, okay. Senator Brickman in X-Men Days of Future Past. Surprisingly, uh, two movies I've never seen. Days of Future Past is okay. It retcons the uh, early 2000s. I thought X-Men that was movies. the... Re- That's kind of unfortunate, because like those first two 2000 X-Men movies were pretty good, I thought. They were fine, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen them since, you know, like high school. Yeah. Whatever, but yeah. Um, and then lastly, notable anyway, there might be other people in this, that, and we might get to them with some of the factoids as well, but uh, of a face that people would recognize today, uh, Wallace Shawn as Earl, the superintendent of Betty Walker... He is that guy that says inconceivable a lot in Princess Bride. And he's been in other stuff, but that's what everybody knows. About. I, <clears throat> I unfortunately get, get him and Clint Howard mixed up, apparently, because the minute Clint, Clint Howard, ha- yeah, Clint Howard is. I'll use my phone. Mm-hmm. Clint Howard's in he is in everything. He's Ron Howard's mutant offspring. Oh, oh, but... oh, 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 no. Very different people. Clint Howard I know, is an, I know, is a, but is I don't know why. Man. Cause Sorry. when he when he when he came on screen when I was watching the movie, I messaged you. I was like, Clint Howard, and then I sat there for a minute. I was like, That's not Clint Howard. So I deleted my message. <laughs> okay, that explains why I don't remember seeing that then. Yeah, I deleted that real quick. I, I was like, Why do I think this is? Cl- it's clearly not Clint Howard. So anyway, Corey hit the Clint Howard button. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> some of the numbers movie. here. It released September sixteenth, nineteen eighty three. Uh, 94 minutes long. The budget was five and a half million. Box office was 1.4 million. Not I'm surprised good. it got that. Yeah. Did you look at the um the numbers page? 
like what it released yeah. with, because it did not have a chance. <laughs> it was doomed to fail. <laughs> yeah. So of that weekend, like it was a new release. All of these that we're going to mention were already out, but there was Star Wars Return of the Jedi, um, War Games, uh, and uh, Trading Places, Flashdance, National Lampoon's Vacation, Risky Business, Mr. Mom, like which was number crap. one that week <laughs> yeah that says something about the times doesn't it but i mean people like I, uh what was his name i forget now he's from pittsburgh i can't remember now uh i uh michael keaton i'm michael keaton i'm we because uh, previously before we done this podcast we used to do a movie thing for megavisions and uh we did one on war games yeah and i forgot how much i loved that movie like it's okay <laughs> it's okay it it um yeah it's slower than I remember because I, uh, I had never the... seen it until that. Oh, OK. Yeah. No, I remember that was a movie that like I watched. It, it was a sick day movie. It was something that was on USA and they, they trimmed it down because I did not. When we watched it again for the sideshow, I did not remember a lot of that. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe we should start sharing links to the sideshow because we talk about it as much as we talk about uh vinegar syndrome shout factory and mst on this let's show, just do so. the episodes over again <laughs> yeah redo remix um it's been long enough and for what it's worth i did just watch trading places because i remember really liking that and i forgot about mm -hmm. a hugely problematic part in that movie and mm -hmm. like it just escaped my brain or i've only seen maybe a public television version of it that maybe didn't it include come that but rachel was just like yeah shocked and i was like i don't remember this part i don't remember this part i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it played on i remember seeing it on like tnt and i would see it. i think they played trading places on like comedy central sometimes too so i watched it when oh boy so as if we don't date ourselves already i watched it when a Whoa. new channel premiered on tv that turned into i think it was another abc channel but like it premiered with um uh, the thing that I was waiting to watch was Men in White, which was a parody of Men in Black starring Tom okay. Wilson, who is Biff in the Back to the Future movies. They play him and another guy play trash men uh, who are wearing all white. Also Action Jackson. But yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember the night of like premiering besides all the like live, you know, things with mm -hmm. hosts of the channel they had. They, they were showing the movie um, The Man with Two Brains, Trading Places and Men in White. I'll have to look up what channel that Ooh. was, but yeah, but like that was that might have been like an area that you lived in channel because that doesn't. No, sound it familiar. was a, it, it wasn't a local was thing. No, it was something off of ABC or CBS or one of the big three or whatever. Um, NBC. And, you know, to to uh, modernize what I said, um, kind of like when a new streaming service premieres, everybody, <laughs> a new channel showed yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> So I remember when Netflix was first starting and they had like, I was like, this is garbage. They don't have anything on it. Now everything's on Netflix mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they making the bill go up every month. So yeah, they sure are. Uh, it's the only thing I'll probably keep forever though. Cause it has a lot of things consistently for no reason. It does. It really um, does. So we watched stranger. Nope. We watched strange invaders. That's too many errors. Stranger things invaders. Yeah. <laughs> Strange, yep, Stranger Invader. All right, so how do we want to do? Is this a movie that we want to break down scene by scene? Because um, we could do I think it. It's gonna be hard to keep. Uh, I got mixed up. I took, as always, I took way too many notes. Um, mm -hmm. 
And again, I want to preface this that I saw parts of this movie in the four and a half hour documentary In Search of Tomorrow. Granted, 20 minutes of that are the, the Kickstarter thank yous, but um, but that's how Still I learned four about hours. it. And literally all we saw was like small town creepy people and then the prosthetics. And like, so I was like, whoa, what is this? Thing? Oh, you mean 15 minutes of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what you saw? Mm-hmm. So and they then we showed, gotta sit through another fucking sixty-five minutes of it. <laughs> they showed quite literally the best parts, uh, aside from oh. the shriveling people and the killing of oh, a child. <laughs> yeah, that's when I went. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, we'll get to that. But I, that's what I was like. Oh, the horror. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was confused too, like because the way the way that it starts, it really feels like a horror movie more than a sci-fi movie until like it's like a Stephen King halfway movie halfway through. Or like like Stanley Kub, uh, what's his name? Kubrick, yeah, yeah, like him because he doesn't uh, just a lot of long shots or a lot of quiet. There's barely a soundtrack to this thing, um, and when it is, Theremin. it's weird. Like, like yeah, if you if you want to hear the lead singer of the band, a theremin, then this is the movie <laughs> for you. Um, well, well, let's just the movie starts with the fastest crawl i've ever seen in my life yeah it's and weird I have, how quickly things progress and then it's just like keep on i have the crawl pulled up because i want to read oh, it okay great yes 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 i have uh, one quote but that's better if you have the whole thing oh so 50 50 seconds into the movie it says it comes this little crawl it's got like a background of like it's painting over this it says centerville illinois 1953 and it says it was a simple time of eisenhower twin beds and elvis from the waist up a safe, quiet moment in history. As a matter of fact, <laughs> except for the communist and rock and roll, there was yeah. not much to fear. Not much at all until that night. Except for the Reds and the Rock. And I just went, that's the, what did I say to you? I messaged you right uh, away and I was just I like, could bring up that's a hell of an opening crawl. <laughs> yeah. See, listeners, oh, I, said, oh. I know that I'm excited. I, I I get a good feeling to be excited about an episode when <laughs> when Corey and I have one sided conversations about the movie as we're watching it. Yeah. Well, because we we never we never watch these movies together. Yeah, and I don't ever want to respond to oh wait till you see this or anything because I want you to just uh, enjoy the like, movie as I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. blindly, you know. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. OK. I mean, I'll read I'll read some of your notes to me here, because all I said to you was um, that sure was a movie. And uh, but you said to me, um, let's see here. Well, I'll just read the things that are in all caps. How about that? OK, uh, there's a well, lot. <laughs> well, but you said a lot, but not everything's in all caps. So here's the all caps rundown. You're her ex-husband and never met her mother. This guy puts his glasses on just to take them off constantly. Okay, there's the horror. Bitch, get out of my car. That is the hairiest <laughs> child I have ever seen. What? What? Like 17 A's? I forgot that I said the hairiest child, because unfortunately that girl's very hairy. <laughs> I don't remember a hairy child, but I believe you. It's the daughter when she's hugging her dad. And she's just got like a fucking fur carpet on her arm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to make fun of a child that in 1983, but that was rough. <laughs> Might have been Robin Williams then. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, man. 
Uh, no, so anyway, the scene, it goes from that. And it's obviously in 1953. It goes to these two characters that no one gives a fuck about. They're totally sucking face. The one thing I say is nothing ex- unexpected and then proceeds to suck face. And so. she puts her gum on the steering wheel and I'm just like, oh. Look, that, man, it's the 50s. I guess yeah. the th- diseases didn't exist back then. No, so. not yet. Nope. Uh, but so the guy drops the girl off and then he goes home and sees like there's nobody home. And then there's this hand that comes out from the back and gets him and then gets him. cut to present time. Big old blimp. I want to mention the um, how in the beginning there's lots of cool shots like it is a horror movie. And then mm-hmm. the logo of the movie like it pops up and then it just kind of it just steps aside. But it's still on screen to let the credits play. Yeah. But that but the logo yeah. straight up looks like a soda uh, it looks like a fake Coca-Cola, a Coca-Cola ad from Fallout 4 or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like this, these credits are playing over like you're doing your established shot of the main character walking somewhere or something. No, it's literally just a white screen with the logo on it and it's scrolling through the credits and you're right. just like, oh, I'm, I'm, OK. All right. <laughs> also, hold on. We're going to uh, let's just get into it. So, yeah, you can just talk. Main... You're allowed. I'm on one right now, so just let me go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul Lamat, Lamott, whatever his name is, he plays uh, Charles Bigelow, which the whole time they, they say his last name a whole lot in this movie. And I just kept they thinking do. of Deuce Bigelow. I kept <laughs> I kept thinking I was hearing it wrong because no one like, like, Mr. Bigelow enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or M- Mr. Bigelow. And, yeah. but anyway, so we find him and uh, he's, he's a teacher at a college. He teaches entomology, mm-hmm. which his always follow up line is it's, it's study of bugs because everyone was like entomology. Mm-hmm. But they set the bu- bugs up like it's going to be a key factor. Yeah, I really thought it would be. And then I kept thinking, like, like these aliens look like Jeff Goldblum's The Fly. So what are they we do? Doing? Like, yeah. it looks like they could be like like the aliens from what is it? The Meet the Applegates, like the praying mantis aliens oh, or whatever. All right. And uh, but no, man, like ugh. and this guy just he might be good in American Graffiti and he might be good in Puppet Master, but he's fucking garbage in this movie. He is. He looks like he's one of the aliens. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't want to make fun of his physical features or anything like that, but he's very like walking around like like he's just got big ass arms, big long arms. And he's mm-hmm. just the emotion's terrible. His delivery of lines are just like. What do you mean you're leaving the daughter with me? And you're just like, what the fuck is going yeah, on in this like, movie? And you're like, not sure if he's about to leave a room or say something or what half the time. Oh, I didn't catch that. The beginning of the movie does say 25 years later at Columbia University, New York. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, but so he's a <sighs> professor. And I guess that's all we need to know, sort of, or something. He, Yeah, he just... he. He's, he doesn't have a handsome protagonist face, is what I'll say. Oh, <laughs> like, no, this... he's not, like, likable Joe at all. They really didn't, yeah, I don't know. He, um, and also, and I don't know. They really, they didn't set him up. I mean, they barely set him up and mm-hmm. weren't, I don't know if this was supposed to make him likable or not, but he goes into his, like, he gets to his apartment with a small-ass fridge and 
gives his dog it's a studio beer into his dog's fucking yeah. food bowl <laughs> i'm like what the hell uh, the 80s i guess and then also i was like can he pour beer in that yeah so because i got excited like because there was a dog and i get excited when there's a dog in a movie and then he, and then i'm like oh no that's animal cruelty yeah, definitely but uh well like, let me read a message from you let me let, let me read a little dialogue we had joey back the dog yeah, so you said, uh, let me find it real quick, because I can't see where it was. But you said, oh, man, I don't know. I don't think this dog's going to make it out of this movie. And I said, Scotty, if the first movie that we ever watch where a dog dies is a movie you recommended, I'm going to give you shit. Uh, but yeah, I was you got super lucky at the end is all I'll say. You got yeah. really lucky because that dog was super fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the reason I mean this movie it's it's so unclear and yet very clear at times, but it was it very clearly made it seem like this dog was about to die when this guy goes to the small town where he thought his ex wife went to visit her mother and like when he shows up her and mother, gets a hotel her mother room died. Yeah, which was also weird. But like uh, what I'm getting to is like the line that made me think this dog's as good as dead was when he checks into this hotel motel whatever and. The guy goes, uh, keep that dog locked up or something like that. I'm like, oh, fuck, this dog is dead. Mm -hmm. If this movie oh, yeah. kills a dog, I'm going to punch a TV. And, you know, but um, good old Joey. So, dog. yeah, I mean, to backtrack a little bit on what you said. So, yeah, he's at his one studio apartment. He's got a girlfriend, apparently. Because there's a girl there. Yeah, a lady we never see after that scene again. With her fucking uh, stylistic USA sweatshirt and skirt. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It was the eighties. She's a like, well. It kind of maybe she was a college student, so mm -hmm. maybe he was kind of mm. sex but, credit. Uh, but then his ex-wife shows up, Margaret, uh, with their daughter Elizabeth, and says, "Hey, I have to. My mother passed away. I have to go go home and take care of that. Can you keep Elizabeth for a couple days?" He's like, "Yeah, absolutely, sure." So right. it's not like he's an asshole dad or anything. Like he takes care of her, and within the next two minutes, apparently the span of a week and a half go by. Because they're constantly like trying to call the mom. They're not getting uh uh because she went to Centerville. Centerville mm -hmm. is the main focus of the whole fucking movie. Mm -hmm. And uh Which is a town, they can't the get way. a do what? It is a town, by the way, in Illinois. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh but yeah, he so he's finally like he's trying to call through and they're like, Oh, the lines are down. The last time this happened, like they were down for like two weeks. So finally he's like, All right, I'm gonna take my daughter to my mother's and leave her there. While I go to Centerville and try to find my ex-wife. And so he goes to Centerville. And granted, this is the first 12 minutes of the movie. I counted it. All this happens in the first 12 minutes. And you're like, boom, we're in Centerville. So he gets there. We get the dog park. He uh, he's That's the thing is his uh, daughter's last name. Or no, his wife's last name is uh, Newman. So Margaret Newman. He right. gets to Centerville. He goes to the place that says rooms for rent. And he says, do you know Margaret Newman? He goes, well, I'm... I know all the Newmans because I'm a Newman and I don't or he's like Alma Newman because Alma Newman was Margaret Newman's mom and she died. And he's yeah. like, I don't know anything about an Alma Newman. And I'm just like, this dialogue is killing me. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's finally like, all right, it's, it's seven dollars a night for a room. And I'm like, that's a goddamn steal. So, yeah, because it's still 1958 there. Yeah. And so but yeah, he does the line where he keep that dog locked up, obviously doesn't like the dog and all that. And uh, so he goes out, he puts the dog up and he starts like looking around the city 
And he gets to this church where he asks some of the locals too. He's like, do you know an Alma Newman? And the guy's like, we know all our neighbors and we don't know them. Yeah. And it's just, just like, what the fuck is going on in this? And he gets to a church and then like, I didn't even know the church was going to be an important fucking part in the movie. Uh-huh. Because the part, the when he gets to the church, then he hears his dog uh, like howling and all that stuff. And he finds out the dog's gone. So now he's trying to find his dog. And then uh, it's, he he realizes things are going really weird in the movie in the in the city or in the town I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean you could stop me at any time you want because I can just keep talking about this opening all these scenes. So. Well, I I looked up here I have the wiki up uh, the Wikipedia up I have the IMDb up and other stuff and I wanted to double check that it was in Centerville which uh, it was filmed on location in Centerville Illinois and when I hover over the link for Centerville Illinois it reads this. Centerville is a city in St. Clair County, Illinois, United States. The population was 5,309 in 2010, down from 5,951 in the 2000 census. On May 6, 2021, the city ceased to exist. Being incorpor- But then it says being incorporated into the new city of Cahokia Heights. But for a second, oh. I was like, oh, God, what happened? Is this like one of those uh Wait, if it's Wikipedia, you can go in there and edit it and just take out that last part. I could, so. yeah. <laughs> Joey the dog could edit Wikipedia, so I could just hop in there and do that. Oh, that's right. His name is Joey, isn't it? Joey the dog. Yeah. Joey the husky. Joey the brown husky. Yeah, he's looking is. for his dog, and I'm just like, oh, God, we're going to find his dog in a pike, aren't we? And um, That's what I thought. Like, yeah. we're just like without a head or something like that yeah but he like when he's scoping out the town um he is there and he finds those punks the youths in that car yeah the 50s youths which just like parked like an asshole um and uh it was like oh you mentioned the church and then i wanted to point out when he hears his dog howl and then suddenly there's these rushing camera angles like it I thought they mm-hmm. were from a car that was passing him by, but it wasn't. But it was just like, shoo, and like zooming into his face, but no yeah. one's around him. So I'm like, was that the aliens zooming up to him? Like, what's happening here? I uh, I don't know, man. For people that don't know, like, there are parts of this movie where I was like, I'm not going to watch this movie again. Let's just say that. Oh, so- man. <laughs> don't you old man me. <laughs> this uh, one's rough. This one is rough. <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> oh, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> There's something appealing about it to me. I I really got I the vibe. I would watch it with you. I really got the vibe of, like, this... I feel like in some stupid circles, this is on the same plane, plane as, like, this island Earth or... So I looked up to see if there was an MST of this, because, holy crap, this is ripe for it. Could it could be perfect. there's so little dialogue where they could fill in the mm-hmm. blanks here. Um... But the thing that I fucking burst out laughing when he takes his car um, or wait, does he? Yeah, his car stalls in when he's in the small town the first time and takes it to a mechanic. And the guy says something like it's going to be a couple hours to fix or whatever. And so he goes over to the diner. But like as he goes into the diner, he looks back at the mechanic or no, maybe he's already in the diner. It doesn't matter. When he's sitting waiting for his car, he looks this whole at his movie car. doesn't matter. He looks at his car, and the mechanic's just, like, staring at him, but still bent over yeah. under the hood. And then he looks back at his cup of coffee, and then he looks back, and there's, like, three other guys staring at the car. And then, like, half the town is suddenly staring at yeah. the car, and also yeah. him. And I'm just like, this is fucking great. Um, it was so stupid and hilarious. It was hilarious because they just blinked. They were just suddenly there. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, and it, it, I don't know for, you could do a deep dive and say right after that we do, but you could do like, you could argue that this movie is like a fucking satire of society with how every time he says something, someone leaves the diner. So like he cannot engage anyone for fear of just immediately well, being ostracized. The only, the only thing he's saying is, I'm looking for a dog. That's exactly how he fucking yep. delivers that line, by the way. So I just thought Brown that Husky. The diner, I just thought he they thought he was a bad actor. So he was just they were just walking out. They're like, I they can't were just be in giving this up. Movie. They were giving up on him right then, <laughs> mid movie. That's what happened. They're like, What why are you leaving? They're like, I can't handle this scene. They're like, Okay, it's fine. We'll put it in the movie and we'll make it work. So My dog is gone. Uh, that, that's how it is and then someone leaves have you seen yep. my dog and then someone leaves and are you my like, mother the and then he walks then, outside yeah i was yeah. gonna say but then we get our first special effect hell where yeah. his car gets hit by electricity and just blows the fuck up hell yeah <laughs> and you're Arnold just like okay so he's that like, lightning bolt well very like he reacts exactly how i would he just like bolts out the back window like he's yeah, like he no, doesn't I'm even done. wait yep nope. I'm out there's of here. no questioning nothing i'm out of here then he, 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 ran, uh, he ran towards that pinball machine and for a second i was like fuck gotta get a game in you know yeah, that would be you yeah <laughs> so but he steals this he steals like scotty said a fin car because that's what the 1950s had fucking fins all over their cars yeah and uh he drives past a uh, he drives past one of the aliens that's in full. You get our first view of the alien. Yeah. And what the hell? It's Should've a very a rubber mask alien. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Jump, the alien shoots that. lightning. Shites, that is shoots shit lightning. Dodge. Mm hmm. Yep. And uh, the doors blow off. The, the trunk blows off. And he, he, you're like, OK, he's going to make it out because he just drives away. And, yeah. and you're like, OK, cool. The cop pulls him over. Which I guess the cop isn't an alien because that was confusing. The cop yeah. Helps him get back to New York because he's very, he's in New York like the next day. <laughs> he arrests him and puts him on a flight or something. I don't know. I, I guess I get don't know. Get out of this town. We don't want you. We're fine. You're back to New York. And yeah, he comes back. I think what is it? He comes back to, to his apartment and uh, we get a montage of all those characters we just saw in Centerville being dressed up and getting on or off of a plane and uh, they uh, they're showing bus. up yeah. yeah that's what it is a bus and they're all getting keys from this other guy who's already been previously established that he's in new york because he called about i think he called margaret's home and asked for elizabeth and, and he drew, drew a little figure. picture of... <laughs> anyway we backtracked to that so you're like all right something weird's going on but he's the one handing out uh... hotel keys to everybody and so they're going up into their room, and you see the lady alien who is dressed mm -hmm. up. It reminds me of Mars Attacks. Which, oh, <laughs> yeah, right. And she opens the door with her mind, and then the one guy with the glasses on closes and goes, no, use the key. <laughs> and I was like, what? What is going on? It's and then give you. we get our next scene of what the fuck, because the one Hell guy yeah. that says use the key, he's, he gets into his hotel room. He, I want a BLT. So he orders a BLT for room <laughs> service. <laughs> I remember everything in this fucking movie. I don't good. know why. <laughs> good, good, good. So, and then he's like, you can see him, like, he looks up at the air conditioner. He's, like, sweating, and you're like, what the fuck's going on with this guy? And he goes into the bedroom, because it's like a suite kind of hotel room. Where well, the, he also like, turned on the room. TV just by looking at it. Did he? I thought he used yeah. the remote. Nope. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. He did. And then he goes in and he goes into the living or in the bedroom and he just rips his skin off and you just see the alien in its full glory. And he's just like, ah, and then room service comes in. And what was the lady doing? Was she like leaving business cards or something? Uh, Mints, I think. Yeah, it's a slow day at the hotel, I think. You would think if if you would think if you're a goddamn alien that doesn't want to be seen, you wouldn't walk out of the room. But he walks out of the room and the lady's like, ah. And then it cuts scene. Like, <laughs> right, I need a breather. You take the next one. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, um, well, I wasn't oh. ready. Uh, he peels off his face, and I, my notes are, well, she's dead. Plane lands in yeah. New York. Professor's apartment is trashed. Mr. Bigelow, it's Professor trash. Bigelow. Um, he calls his mom because he left to find his ex-wife, left his daughter with his right. mother. Um, and they're fucking castle of a fucking bed um they're always sleeping (laughs) yeah well i guess it was supposed to be early morning but they did not establish that well it looked like just felt like it was 10 a.m sleeping yeah it felt like grandma's taking a nap and with their granddaughter and so like he calls her um and uh then he goes back to school trying to talk to somebody trying to find out who can he talk to about this nonsense like what's whatever and i had Something did make me like fact check this because he goes to talk to a fellow professor and he's essentially just telling him about aliens. And the professor doesn't imagine he's like, uh, you know, I've been teaching for 40 years. I was teaching before all the plants were even discovered. I'm like, that cannot be right. I have to check this up. But I learned that Pluto was discovered in 1930. So if this movie took place in 83, early 80s, and he had been teaching for 40 yeah. years, then yeah, he just barely. That makes sense. Yeah. So that definitely makes sense. That also blew my also, mind. Also, to correct yeah. you, I think the dog's name is Lewis. What? I think All it's right. Louie. Not oh, Joey. Oh, it might be Louie instead of Joey. You know what? Did I yeah. write it down anywhere else? Or did I you write You wrote it down? Joey, and I thought you were just going to reference the movie Making Contact like we always do. So. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, you got uh, Joey on the mind. So I guess so. Uh, oh, yeah. Wikipedia says Louie. All right. Sorry. Louie the dog. Sounds like a Dick Tracy villain. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, but yeah, you were talking about the guy telling him where to go. He's trying to he's get like, some help because he saw an alien and these whacked out people in a small town, yeah. which is any because well, he's still a anyway, scientist. But... Yeah, so he's, he's like still trying to rationally explain like, all right, this can't be aliens. But he's like, I know what I saw. So, yeah. So, oh, f- so he goes to an interrogation room. This did not make sense to me. Um, but the lady there tells him no one's lived in Centerville since 58 when it was destroyed by a tornado. And then out of nowhere, or he says that he was going there to try to find his ex-wife. Out of nowhere, the lady asks, why did you get divorced? Whoa, bitch. What? Uh, it, well, he responds how he should. He goes, I don't think that's any of your business. Yeah. And I was like, that's a real answer. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah, you're right. It is kind of like an interrogation room. Also, this lady looks familiar, too, but I don't know her name. But she's I she's basically the government is yeah. what we can basically say. She is the government. He's the CS, um, CSI or CIA. That's the word I was looking for. Something like that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and go ahead. Yeah. She Well, she. She uh, kind of jokingly asked, "Does did the alien look like this, like this, like this?" And showing pictures of aliens Cartoons. and drawings, and then a picture of a dude on a megaphone. I, I don't know if that was the on. director. I don't know who that. It's on my side, but hold on. What's that? 
There we go. All right. Sorry, voice meter decided to do an update real quick. So oh sweet. Uh, um, I didn't understand no, I know what who you're that about. dude on the megaphone was, and I, I don't. It, I, they don't even mention him in the factoids of this movie. It has to be like some kind of sports coach or something like that. Uh, if anybody oh, watches right. this movie yeah. and knows what it is, for God's sakes, tweet at us and let us know because right. we don't get the. It's like, have you ever seen the movie Top Secret the, with Val Kilmer? No. It's the uh, it's it is a pair. It's a parody. It's the Zucker Brothers. It's uh okay. Zucker Brothers do very good parody movies before, and this was before like date movie and scary movie and all that bullshit. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, there's a joke in that movie where it's about a Pinto, the car, the car that where blows it gets, up. yeah, it gets slightly rear-ended and then it explodes. Like no one's gonna get the Pinto joke. It's oh, like a, yeah, it's like a right. joke of its time. Yeah, very so, much so I feel like mm-hmm. this is another one of those, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I, it must be. It must be. Cause yeah. Um. So let's see here. Uh, but he basically finds no help and goes to buy a magazine or something and finds a newspaper with that alien on the cover. With uh, our uh, movie title. Right, it's literally just says Strange Invaders, but no one ever says that. It's just there. Yep, no one ever says it. So, and then this, the, the guy that, or the, the alien person, which we never really, like, gets addressed or anything. He's just like, I guess he's just, like, staking out New York. And uh, oh, he's constantly the, following him. The dude in the fedora, you mean? Yeah, the dude in the fedora. So then he yeah. goes to see, he sees that newspaper article, and he's like, that alien looks exactly like the alien that I saw. I got a lead. So, yeah. So he goes to, what is it? The Not the Inquirer. It was the Informer. The informer. I think it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, and we meet, uh, what was her name? Betty Walker. Betty Walker, who wrote the article, and... Uh, yeah, she basically treats him like the CIA lady did. She's just like, look, you know, we write stupid stories. You know that, right? Like, this mm-hmm. can't be real. But this yeah. guy is such a ladies' man this that is even like, after he le- Oh, man. Yeah. I was going to say that this, I don't know. I don't know if this needs clarified or not, because I feel like this is still maybe a joke on the interwebs and everything. But the informer is like the star or whatever, where, you know, cat Dracula baby found... In yeah. nuclear power plant or something. It's the National yeah. Enquirer. Yes, that's the thing I couldn't think of, the word, the phrase. It's it's very much like that, because in the background you can see, like, uh, what is it? Freddie Prince's Wives Talks, and then Heart Attacks is uh, another one of the articles that's up on the... Yeah. There's only two things on this wall of a billboard. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right. And, uh, but yeah, she's, she's talking to him, and she's just, like, kind of, like, making fun of him and all that, and then he's like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm just going to leave. Mm-hmm. And he leaves, and I was like, you know, your glasses. Because I, I will say, every scene that this man puts his glasses on, he immediately takes them off. I don't know if it's for dramatic effect or what. Yes, yeah, Scotty just did it. Like he like put them on and then took them right back off. Yeah, I put and, I took my glasses off and just like chewed the end to be like, huh, pensive. Yeah, you know? and so she runs up and she's like, you forgot your glasses, and you know, maybe I can buy you a drink sometime. And I'm like, oh fuck you, this guy's not that. <laughs> yeah he's, he's a balding college professor what are you what are you looking at <laughs> just it's just he's unlikable usually you like if you're gonna have an unlikable protagonist in the beginning they do something or you they you reveal some kind of information about your protagonist that you're like okay i get it he might be a little hard ass or he's just like non-emotional because of this shit that happened no this guy's just a shitty actor like- <laughs> yeah it's he's not 
he's not sleazy, but he seems greasy, if that makes sense. He seems uh, like he just doesn't want to be there. A little bit, yeah. But I mean, that is, I mean, that's kind of what his character is. It's like, I just was a college professor. I don't feel like dealing with this, but, you know, nothing yeah, else so. is going on. And my daughter or my ex-wife is gone. I don't know. Um, Which, by the way, his ex-wife's southern drawl comes in and out real hardcore sometimes. Yep. Where she's just yep. like, I got to go see my ma. And then like you're like, oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> and the yeah, next yeah. thing she's fine. He's like eerily so, skinny ex-wife. Um, she's very, very skinny. Yeah. Like scarily like skinny. Thinner <laughs> than their daughter. Um, but uh, <laughs> shortly after that, though, we get introduced to uh, Betty Walker's. I, I didn't I thought he was just a neighbor. He just he just comes down the apartment. I thought he was the maintenance with, man. Yeah, I didn't know, but he like, like just walks down the hall with two giant dogs and two little dogs. I'm like, is he that the city dog walker? No person ever had four dogs living in an apartment, <laughs> but whatever. But Not uh, in New York. But the worst fucking line I've heard in a while. Um, she's like, "How you doing, Earl?" And he's like, "Ah, uh, not so great. My aunt Mabel died." To which she replies, "Well, you can't criticize her for that." What? <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you, lady? It sounds like like if we were doing a mystery science theater of it, like that's the line we would say. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it's she, like, well, the way easy she, come, easy go. So. <laughs> the way she delivered it, I felt like we had missed a conversation that already happened or something. So it was I guess just, it's just the show like she's like, I guess. A bitch? For lack of a better know. term, a bitch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which then we get the scene of uh, we we as the audience know that this is one of the aliens uh, as this, it's the lady alien. And she's like, I'm selling Avon because back then Avon was fucking huge. I think it's people still sell Avon. It's still it is it's still a company. Yes. And I think it's like it's Avon's makeup, right? Yeah. So and this lady is persistent. Mm -hmm. uh betty walker's just like no i don't want anything and she's like oh wait wait no 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 and then, and then finally she i guess she fakes a faint like a fainting and she's just Something. like ah, oh, and like hits her head on the door so which let the let's betty what's her actual character's name i don't know it it's doesn't betty matter walker. <laughs> oh is that her name i thought that was a real name uh no her Whatever. real name is nancy allen Nan okay, yeah. Anyway, Betty Walker lets her in. She's like, oh, you can go to my bathroom and all that. And this lady just fucking holes up in her bathroom and she can't get her out. Yeah. So, weird. yeah, it's really that weird. The, it's, it's weird like... that you would call your superintendent before well, calling the police. Yeah. Well, maybe she doesn't want to deal with the cops, but it's also like uh, the alien lady gets into her bathroom bathroom. And it's like, oh, that's my plan. What does nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. I have these cosmic powers, and I'm just gonna hold up in here. Yeah. So but eventually, and then, Earl uh, walks in. He gets killed. Yeah. Somehow, Mr. Inconceivable. Yep. And uh, you and know, gets, that's uh, uh, he gets shot right in the gut with an electric beam. <laughs> yeah. Pretty and, insane. And then she's like, and oh, I think I, I, it is an alien. What's up? I messaged you, and I was like, No, not Earl. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, boy. Oh my god. So yeah, I guess to like so kind of speed this along because th this is this is the fast part of the movie or like this is one of the fast parts of the movie because it does go up and then down and up and down. This and is then, about ha this is halfway through the movie about. OK, I wanted to mention that like she realizes she's an alien or uh, Betty realizes she was dealing with an alien. So she tries to escape and then 
she um, finds. Well, hold on. Did I get ahead of myself? A, there's, a, there's a key part that we missed because she after she finds Earl shot like he's laying on the ground like dead. So she right. call, and the alien's gone like she's not in the bathroom anymore. So she calls the police and the police are like the invest. I guess the inspe- investigator pulls her aside. She goes, and any time I've ever seen somebody shot, there's always a body. And then you look down, the body's gone. You're like, what the fuck's going on now? More theremin. So, yeah, more theremin. Also, did you see how the, the musical is what this should have been? <laughs> yeah. Did you see how she was getting questioned, how the cop was standing? He was like behind her couch talking to her. It was very weird. Yeah, it's like, well, why'd you wedge yourself back there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um. Yeah, but then, then you're right. Leaves, she goes so. and yeah, she's got to be like, "Oh shit, this stuff's real. I'm gonna go find Mr. Charismatic." Mm-hmm. Hero of the film, Red from oh, that '70s God. show, and uh, finds him, <laughs> and they talk at the bar, and then end up at his apartment, and they start kissing, and then doorbell with his ex-wife, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And the yeah. ex-wife. The reason I bring this up is because there's actual finally plot, um, or almost at exposition. I don't know. The wife says, I was supposed to find out the way things work here. Now they want Elizabeth too. And she said, hide her until nine o'clock on Sunday night, which you know what? Bonus point just because it's not midnight. Cause anytime anything happens in a movie, it's fucking midnight. It's true. So yeah, you know, there's something, I don't know. Uh, oh, I, I just I saw mean, that co- that's a cow couch that he's standing behind. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> 80s, the 70s um, um, aesthetic was still among. Well, we don't know when this movie, if this movie was made in 83 or what. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was just that that stood out to me anyway, that they did nine o'clock instead of midnight, you know. Um, yeah, but then I, I, I have I, this part of my notes is highlighted because and you're coming up on it or you'll eventually get to it since you've got a plane in the background. But the the next scene where she's trying to. Oh, she leave the Betty leaves because she's like your ex-wife. I don't know. You were married or whatever. He doesn't even say ex-wife. No, that's he, right. says yeah, wife. He, does, he says wife. And so she leaves. But I love this because she runs outside and it's dark, I guess. And she goes to a park, Central Park or whatever. And she just looks over her shoulder and there's just a dude leaning on a tree. And then she looks back yeah. and then she looks back again. And there's a guy on a bench. I'm like, is a music video starting? What's going on here? Like, <laughs> so cars, cars. cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in the middle of the goddamn road. Right. To the board where she almost got ran over. Yes. Like, yeah. She did a fun like pirouette or something in the middle of traffic. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That It's just to the part he's leaning up on that fucking tree. Yeah. <laughs> In Get cars. it from our car. Yeah. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. Pretty yeah, good. Frankie goes to Hollywood with shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. But it's, well, the guy on the bench is the mechanic. Oh, great. Yeah. I, I just. Because yeah, that I guy had how... a very distinct face that I remembered. Yeah. Maybe I just really like awkward movies because that's what this is. Um, well, this, and then the lady alien walks in right in front of the main frame. That's, where she looks I like thought a giant. she was going to. She was going to drop the first lyric or something, you know. <laughs> but yeah, then there's a slowest chase scene I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, Betty Walker is uh, the whole thing. I was like, this lady's not wearing a bra, like oh, <laughs> right. even, yeah. even in this blouse. Uh-huh. But she's trying to go back and find Mr. Bigelow and get back to his apartment. And Mr. Big. She she gets on the elevator. It's going up, and then the alien lady is like, Mm-mm, and makes the elevator come back down. Yeah. And then we get our we get uh, I, I, what I said to you was, oh no, she's leaking ecto cooler. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. It, I have in my notes here. 
Uh, elevator goes back down. Shots fired, and she bleeds ecto cooler. Chase scene on foot. Yes, Betty Walker are. has a gun. We didn't know she had a gun. Yep. She pulls it out as soon as the elevator doors open. She shoots the alien lady in the gut, and it's not like. Like, if it were red blood, that would have been a squib if I've ever seen one. But yeah. this was an alien squib that was great. Yeah, no, this was Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it was just like, just, and it just like, it was a fountain, like, yeah. just coming out. It was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's mm-hmm. like the exorcist. Pretty <laughs> she, good, pretty but good. But the, the alien, she's just like, and it doesn't even look like she's, like, got shot. She's like, oh, indigestion. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's a good Nausea, scene. That's the stomach. thing with this movie. That's the thing with the movie. It has very shocking scenes like that that make you remember it. And you're like, oh, this movie is kind of a piece of shit, but that scene was cool. And then we're going to talk about it because it's coming up pretty soon. That scene's horrific. Yep, so... <laughs> yep, yep. yep. Um, uh, but... Taxi cab, meet up with the government lady, uh, Betty and Mr. Big. And then the line, like, fucking comedic timing that I don't know if they planned for it to be comedic or not, but, you know, the aliens are like, um, they, they're searching for them, they're trying to get them before they get back to the small town, and one of them says, nobody takes the train anymore, Hot to train station. <laughs> no, that was the CIA lady. Oh, is that her? Yeah. The oh, driver yeah, says, got... what about the tra-? She, Yeah, she goes, put a BPA out for, like, all airplanes and all everything else. And he goes, what about the train? She goes, nobody takes the trains anymore. And then they're getting a fucking train <laughs> ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just like, great. oh, my God. I, I don't know if that was supposed to be funny. but That's like, what I mean. Yeah, I don't it, know if it was, but it made me laugh. Uh, it, it got a chuckle out of me, so. There were a couple. But we also. This movie got, uh, I. Got a lot of cackles out of me. Just a lot of what? You know? Yeah, I, there were a lot. I was like, what the fuck? Like, but we also in this before that scene where they leave the CIA lady or whatever, the lady tells them, like, they've been here for 25 years. We've had an agreement with them and mm-hmm. like all this other stuff. And you're like, all right, now we actually do get a little exposition. Some. So. But no, I mean, they have a I guess we can say they have an intimate scene on the train whatever i yeah, don't as care intimate as a first date after prom i don't know it looked like they were in a literal just train cabin is what mm-hmm. it looked like yeah there was no transition from whatever i don't know i mean that could have been anything they they clearly could not shoot on a train or something is what it felt like but uh so they, they weren't going to and centerville then, yeah that was never clear until they show up at the mental institution um or whatever it's called i don't know if there's a better term for that anymore it's Uh, an asylum is what it's called well yeah in that yeah yeah um so they're trying to they're trying to find the person that submitted the the photograph and the story forever ago someone sent it in for like 10 years ago yeah forever ago she said in the movie uh there was a letter that was submitted with this photo uh and then it's never really established that they find the letter or who it's from or if it's if, if they said that i missed it in the horrible dub but whatever so that's where they are now though so. i also want to point out the fact so at during this time elizabeth who is the daughter is still at uh, her grandmother's sure but the aliens show up and this is the most quiet abduction i've ever seen in my life like <laughs> they literally just walk in they pick elizabeth up out of the bed grandma don't wake up and then they just walk out 
and that's 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 the scene. Well, I so, guess I assume it's the most comfortable bed in the world because it looks like she's goddamn Princess Diana or something in that thing. It, it needs so. a veil around it. That's the yeah. only thing it's missing. So it's mm-hmm. it's very much a princess bed. Yeah, this bed surrounded by marble pillars. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, but they get to the men, the asylum, and they're talking to this dude with a, you know, straight up party city sprayed on gray hair. Um. <laughs> That's the one thing I told you. The first thing I saw when I saw this guy, this guy's uh, his character's name is Willie, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I went, they fucking spray painted his hair. They yeah. had to have. And when I saw the flashback, I was like, 100% they spray painted his hair. So, yep. 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 I've wore that shit for a Halloween costume before. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was the stuff you bought at like Spencer's or Party City where you wanted to be cool and dyed your hair, but too scared to actually correctly dye it. So you sprayed shit on exactly. it. Exactly. And it was this because it looks like just a powder sitting on you. Um, <laughs> it really does. Yeah. So they basically find him and te- he tells a story and his story about how he went to Centertown. They stopped. Have you seen um, WandaVision, the series? I have not. Okay. Well, I kept thinking about that, the way they cross over this train track to enter the town, because that's it's like a like, barrier. Yeah, that's very much something that's present in WandaVision. Um, but uh, I won't say anything else for spoilers. But yeah, watch WandaVision, everybody. Um, but they so he's telling the story of how they're there. And then he his wife and daughter went to bed and then he goes out walking around the town in broad daylight, even though it's nighttime um, to the it's church day for night. It's terrible. It's something. Yeah. Movie people do all the time yep so but he ends up in the church where mr bigelow was as well and he also sees the uh the twitch streamer setup of lights in the back of it and (laughs) ends up walking downstairs what are you trying to say (laughs) yeah he ends up walking downstairs into the bottom of a warehouse yeah well it's like he just wandered onto the fucking set of space mutiny all of a sudden um yeah you know uh But it's just like the then we finally get shit where he stumbles upon these four people in lab coats looking at this floating blue orb with like sparkles in it or whatever. And and no, he didn't just wander to a Spencer gifts and they spot him and he runs away. He goes to find his kid, his son. I forget Um, Well, his family. He went back to the hotel. Yeah. And he watches an alien like. Uh, uh, it just uh, brushes the, t- the the forehead with his finger. Yeah, and what's it what's it called? Um, like when you want to, you know, sun dried tomatoes, deinflate or, or yeah. deflate. <laughs> well, yeah, the dehydrate or something when you 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 uh f- not freeze dry food, but you do something to it. Oh, um, uh, you uh you dehydrate food. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah when you like, make like jerky or something like that. The kid just like rolls up like did you just watch his feet shrivel up into nothing and i'm like did this movie just kill a child and it's so, literally yeah it's literally if you took a vacuum stuck it inside of somebody and sucked everything out yeah. that's exactly what it did and the kid it's the kid's screaming the whole time uh yeah but you know the kid can hold uh 10 t-shirts like it's nothing now just like they say on those <laughs> commercials right <laughs> yeah that's what it is and you're just like well the thing is too it's not like it's like a quick thing that's seen off screen or anything like you see the feet happen and you're like, okay, maybe they're just going to show the feet. And then the kid, no, you see the kid's eyes roll back in there. It's head. And it like starts and it turns into an orb of light of orb of energy. 
and it's like daddy like the whole time and you're just like that's fucked up, fucked up. Fucked like up. i said this movie the scenes that are good in this movie are good but there's just so much that is just fucking bad well that <laughs> i th- i think that's what lends to the shock appeal of this is there's so yes. little happening that when something happens it is zero to 60 you know um and jesus yeah but the uh oh my god it made me think of I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to remember this, but it, it reminded me of Mighty Max because there's an episode of the cartoon Mighty Max based on the Mattel or Fisher Price toy or whatever. That's the the little boys version of Polly Pocket is what they had it and, and then advertised it as in the 90s. But there's an evolutionary thing where the villain eventually turns into going from a brainiac to like just turning into an orb of light. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? Why is why is this making sense to me? I don't this is so stupid. I it's I love it. The scene is great. It's it's a good scene. It's and also not, when the alien's just standing there holding two orbs, with the two like, orbs, he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, justice, what I got, you know? But you're just like, it's not the level of, like, the thing crazy. It's practical effect, which looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is, like, if you would say, like, halfway to, like, practical effects of the thing. If you're like, holy shit. Like, where did this come from? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. The budget is in these scenes. Also, you know? the guy that plays Willie, he's 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 a better actor than Paul Lamont. Oh, yeah. He's the best even actor when his, in this thing. Even when his kids are, even when his kid is being, I mean, murdered in front of him, he's just like, he's like, ah, and he just like covers his eyes. Like, it's very, like, you can tell that he's messed up in the head, but he doesn't have a lot of emotion that he's showing sometimes. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, to jump around and kind of, to kind of wrap up the summation of the movie so we can just talk about the movie, I guess, since we've Mm kind of summed it up this far anyway, um, they... You know, he tells the story and they leave. And as they're driving away, surprise, Willie's in the back seat somehow with a cigar. He's like, what's yeah. happening, folks? You know, he's like, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> yeah, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. So anyway, my family's dead. We going to get him? You know, yeah. there's well, he's got nothing but... to lose. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I guess it was easier to hop out of there than one flew over the cuckoo's nest or something. But um I want to talk about the next scene because this scene. My note, I summed up this scene though. Uh, My line that I have here is just surprise. I'm in your car, got a light. Anyway, yeah, basically. So they're driving. It's this is it's a fucking Mr. Bigelow, Betty, and Willie Willie. are on the way to Centerville, and they come across a roadblock by none other than the CIA lady and some of the Marines. Mm -hmm. That makes Uh, sense. So what what does Charles Bigelow do? He pulls out a gun and takes her hostage and says, Mm -hmm. hey, we're going to get in this car and don't try to shoot us, even though there's 15 people that could easily shoot me before I shoot her. Yep. So they get in the car with her in on multiple times. Yeah. So I thought a shootout was about to happen. They drive around the blockade. They're not even 15 feet past the blockade. And this is when I said, bitch, get out of my car because they kicked the CIA lady out and they just drive and no one shoots a gun. Like they think about you it real hard. totally shot the car and fucked the car up. Like the only thing I can think is the aliens are not that all those people are aliens and that they don't know how to use guns. I just thought of that right now, but I'm not like giving them credit. But that doesn't just, make sense because they're not in the final group. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I it's and yeah, I, you can't you can't it. <laughs> you can't stop. You can't stop Big Willie Betty. You can't uh, stop it. <laughs> 
Big little, big little, big Willy Betty. <laughs> yep, big Willy Betty is what I'm calling oh this team my now. God. Um, uh, so anyway, they get to Centerville, and I'm at this point wanting this movie to wrap the fuck up. So... Oh, but it ramps the fuck up. <laughs> Does it? Yes, because suddenly they're all underground or in the church, which is actually just you know fifty Hold foot on. tall ceilings. What? Before that scene, we have to talk about the the shittiest ambush scene I've ever seen in my life. Where so Betty and Charles, uh, Willie is like they're off. He's like Willie's like gonna do something and play like I guess like the getaway car whenever they grab Elizabeth. Well, they're looking oh, yeah. through the window and Elizabeth runs up. And it's like Daddy, Daddy, and then like somebody comes in, and so they take Elizabeth and. Right. Bigelow or Charles and Betty are outside this window and Charles has the gun and they're just like, all right, what do we do now? And it literally looks like they do a wide scene, wide scene. And it looks like everyone was just literally right off camera. And there's like eight people that run up. And I was like, that's the worst ambush scene. I they're like, ah, and they get caught. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck? And then they go into the underground. The inspiration for the White Stripes first album cover right there. <laughs> uh the um Oh my God. Yeah, that didn't make sense. And also Margaret. Uh, Elizabeth's mom, the ex-wife, is like very sweaty right now. All of a sudden, I don't know. Why? Yes, yeah, yeah. I guess, maybe it's because she's in the because they establish in the movie that the aliens are in human suits that are hot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So maybe, but just her arms. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but then we get I, to the church basement where the whole town is, and the projector, the projected alien boss leader guy, yeah, is there speaking English. Uh, exposition boss yeah hell yeah and it's just basically like good news everyone um <laughs> yeah you know farnsworth <laughs> yeah and really it was a 25 year they, old they, study they want elizabeth yeah that's what i like at this point in the movie i'm like are the aliens actually bad guys because up until literally this scene we they don't seem malicious until they want the daughter elizabeth like, it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like they've done any actual harm because everyone, unless it, because they don't clarify if you're, they kill the humans and then take over their bodies. They don't even actually show that, that they're taking over someone's body. It just shows that someone's an orb and we, we never see, like, that was a living person. Now they are an orb. Now they are an alien. There's never that connection. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So. And at the very end, which we're going to talk about here in a second. Uh, it even solidifies that they're not the bad guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, but then, you know, they run out of there with Elizabeth, the daughter. Betty yeah, takes Margaret. Her, yeah, if we, and, yeah, just like what? Okay, she just goes running, and like, of course, whatever. This is when I was like, I said, "Is this a chase scene when no one's chasing you?" Because like for about six scenes. Like, it does quick little scenes. No one's chasing her. Nope. But then everybody comes out of the fucking woodworks. So, yep. <laughs> And yep, so they get yep, caught. Yep. She run, meets up with Willie. And they're like, all right, we're going to get the girl out of here. But then they catch him. And then, like, Willie's like, the lady said, no, don't take the uh, take the child. And then Willie fucking dies. <laughs> like, He's an orb now. He gets now. fucking vacuumed just like his kid did. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he turns into an orb of light. Uh at this point they go they get on the Boom, ship spaceships here Sh penis ships here that ships yep. totally penis. what up and uh they get they get on there 
uh, they're about to take off, and like Elizabeth's like, "Daddy, I don't want to go," and Charles Bigelow, whatever Martinet, is like, "No, I don't want to go either." And <laughs> Margaret's like, "Elizabeth, do what I taught you," and she's just like, puts out the fucking devil horns and shoots out lightning. Yeah, yeah. And her- it- mom's just like mom says fuck it and zaps a bitch and then tells her daughter to do the same basically and then they jump out of the fucking spaceship they jump out of the spaceship which i guess is just like the height of a roof of a car or something because they kind of hasn't taken off yet yeah i guess yeah and the aliens they they go away they're flying away but then the the, (laughs) i have in my notes here I have in my notes here and jumps out of the spaceship, which is totally not an observatory. <laughs> not at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then it pans over the the camera pans over to the church and you see all the orbs coming out. I was like, oh, this is their fuel. That's why they were trying to take all these oh, humans maybe. and turn them into these that. energy balls so maybe. they could leave. So yeah. that's what they've been trying to do this whole time. Nope. The aliens leave and everyone that they turn into orbs come back to life. Peace. And that solidified that the ba- the aliens were not the bad guys. Also, when all this happened, I have in my notes here. Um, let's see here. Okay. The orbs are people again from 30 years ago or whatever. So I have in all caps highlighted this bitch. Did this movie just predate the Marvel Endgame snap? Because that is exactly what happened. So fuck you, Marvel. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't do it. Fucking, what's this guy's name? Michael Lachlan did it first. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, like, that's the whole thing. I'm just like, this is... Yeah, Thanos is playing his old news, you jerks. Um, And, uh... That's it. The fucking interaction (laughs) when Betty's stuck in the tree, and she's like, well, save me. Um, Oh, well, when when that happened, I was like, where did Betty go? And then, like, because I was like, oh, did they leave her on the fucking ship uh, <laughs> and now she's just in a tree so yeah um and so <laughs> yeah in my notes here i have well your mom's an alien and gone now sorry about that uh this is your new mommy and then uh mr bigelow says she'll be back no she won't she's gone she was never a human i don't think now um, he has a human hi- human alien hybrid daughter yeah, with lightning powers. Hell yeah. Which is setting up the sequel, apparently, that never fucking happened, thank uh, God. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it on Indiegogo. And then they're walking out no. of town, and Joey, uh, Louie's back. Fuck yeah, best movie ever. The dog you just walks lucky. right back. Yep. You got fucking lucky. All the loose ends are tied up. dog was dead, too. All the loose ends are tied up. We're good to go. Perfect movie. End scene. Ugh. Look. I we will successfully this discussed a movie almost as long as it is. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we're we're a shy twenty two minutes because this movie is not a hundred an hour and thirty three minutes. So yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, it's it is technically a film that was shot on film that you can watch. Uh, watch yeah. it with a friend. This is a perfect. This is if you have the opportunity to sit down with friends and watch kind of like crappy movies like this, like this is obviously a movie that's an homage to the 50s sci fi horror movies like that's what like Invasion of the Body Snatchers and all this other shit. Uh, Does it do it well? In my opinion, no, but (laughs) it's a fun movie to have a few beers with and just be like, ah, do maybe like you said, do it. Do your own laugh track over the top of it. Yeah. Riff this shit. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah, my I, I have like my extra notes, you know, factoids and whatever else. Um, the production shoot for this picture was five weeks, which I think is generous. <laughs> well, to make a movie in five, like the shooting in five weeks is insanely short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it. I but mean, it all these are IMDb factoids, so take them with a grain of salt. Because again, like Wikipedia, anyone yeah. can add them. Uh, it's an homage to the golden age of sci-fi from the 1950s, mm-hmm. with obviously Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, I married mm-hmm. a monster from outer space, which I haven't heard of. Uh, it was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for worst supporting actress for Diana <laughs> Scarward. Um, that's who played the ex-wife or Margaret. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Margaret. Skinny, sweaty Margaret. Um, She did not win. It went to Sybil Danning for Hercules, which is perfectly fine. Um, Sure. She was in a ton of stuff showing her boobs. uh, Yeah. Apparently, two stars from cult classic sci-fi series Lost in Space, uh, Mark Goddard and June Lockhart, appear in this film. Sure. I don't know where they are. Sure. Uh, I've seen, like, one and a half episode of the original Lost in Space, so I'm sorry. Uh... But this is interesting. Mel Gibson was suggested by two studios to play the lead character, and that would have been interesting. Um, oh, Mel! Anyone in this in the role of Charles Lamar would have been better. Anyone, like you could have literally put anyone in that role, and it would have been better. And speaking of him, I need you to go ahead and click on that website that is the official Paul Lamont website, and tell me what you Wait, see. Did you put this in the docket? It should be in the docket. It's on the it's it's just the next page over there. So go ahead and what? Whoa. Yeah. Is this a picture of him? Uh, also, did everything. he make this website in fucking 94? Like, <laughs> sir, you need to tell me what you're seeing, please. OK, so hold on. Oh, my goodness. I hope. Oh, oh. So what I'm seeing is it's a Web page. It says like me like. Oh, this is a terrible web page. <laughs> it looks like it's got books on the side that maybe or movies he's been in. You got Golden Globe where he's got some big ass glasses on. I don't know what am I supposed to be Across looking for. Across the here. top it says like me on Facebook, which is in no font found on Facebook. It just says nope. Twitter, the word Twitter. Um yep. Instagram picture and then it says SAG AFTRA, YouTube, IMDb, a, an old picture of him. Uh, from American Graffiti. Oh my god, the links work. I'm sure they do. And then the background, like, clearly not made for a widescreen monitor. The background has the picture of American Graffiti just copy and pasted a thousand times. Um, I was half expecting there to be a guest book at the bottom of this, but there is not for you to sign. Oh my, uh, oh look at this. I teamed up with Henry Winkler for a private signing, signing limited edition 10 by 15 color glossy posters. Legends of Cool. <laughs> click on that. Click on the more details. Tell me what it is, because I didn't actually look at that. Click on more details. All right. Uh, it's just signed pictures. It's signed pictures from movies he's been in, mostly American Graffiti. Do you want my garage sale twenty four seven? Paul's place. Hell yeah, it is. Oh my god! And he Whoa, has old little... timey TVs. Yeah, with like YouTube things in them. That is. One of one a of them's broke. Too high tech for this. Oh, okay, that's fine. One um, of them is broken. The I other really one won't load see. for me. So <laughs> I really want to see how much these. Okay, that autograph picture is a hundred dollars. Yeah, no, thank you. That's how much uh, Chuck Norris charges for him. 
Oh my God. All of the t-shirts he has just says Milner's racing team, Ray's automotive, which is, I guess his character from American graffiti. Nice. Nice. And nice, if nice. you can think of any type of shirt, he's got hoodie. He's got, uh, a shirt. He's well, got women's blouse. He's that, got <laughs> that's that's Teespring. That's not you know. That's just what they do. Well, I don't even know if this is this is not Teespring. This is an actual website that is Milner Racing Store. <laughs> hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. Oh so boy. This was did a he get a Golden movie. Globe? Wait. <laughs> Hold on. The Golden Globe picture that he has. On his website is a Getty's image, branded image. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> I see that now. This is the best website I've been to in 2022, I'd say. <laughs> this is terrible. Well, you oh, know, this is the essence of a guy that had nothing else going on in his life. <laughs> maybe I should not tag his Twitter when we post about this. You shouldn't. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, or edit this out and then tag it. Hmm. Well, I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it was something. Oh uh, man. I, I, I mean, gonna... I was talking shit on him at the beginning of the of the podcast. So yeah, no, I will definitely put the website link in the description for this podcast episode. Oh, uh man. the um if you're wondering how you get to those people, I don't know how you listen to this stuff. It should show up in Spotify and whatever other apps you're using, yeah, but just put a in link case, in there, just, yeah. yeah. It, it should show up, but if not, ping us on Twitter. And Follow we'll us on Twitter. It out. Yeah. Yeah. At Static Zone Pod. Uh, that is that marks the second time in 15 episodes that we plugged our Twitter. So good for us. Uh, yeah, we're learning. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah, I I genuinely enjoyed this because it is so bad and campy. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't need to justify myself. I just like bad movies, and I like. Yeah, this. you don't have to justify yourself. This on was this like podcast. this was like bordering on the the mindset of is this a classic somehow that I've never heard of, but I should enjoy. You know, it was no. it was. Well, I, I say that because of the the not the style, but like the age of it, and it, I don't know. It's so it's so jarring because there were so many. There was so much lull, and then suddenly really good practical effects for 83 yeah, out of nowhere um and just nothing else i don't know it was like they had two good actors in this thing but even they yeah, were tired there's just of being nothing there. there's like there's under five good scenes and then it's just literally nothing and there's just like a whole bunch of like what is going on like why Hell what yeah. is going on why is this happening like what the fuck like yep. Cause I was watching, I got there was this is one of those movies where I kept watching and being like, How much do we have left? Like <laughs> Oh really? I, yeah, I there, there were times rough. where um there were times I was checking also because I was doing laundry and on, on Tubi, if you back out of it all the way, it doesn't save your spot. Um I also had ads too, so be aware oh, of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, it, I just it's I if I saw this uh for sale somewhere, I would buy it. But the Blu-ray and DVD are like fucking ridiculous and i don't know why um i'm good so you were so talking about is, streaming so, services was starting off like this is a movie you would see on a streaming service starting off so <laughs> that's what tubi is i mean yeah you're right so <laughs> um look tubi has given us joey slash making contact and strange invaders all right 
and watch. This is gonna be our high. This is gonna be our second highest listened to episode. Like, <laughs> I, uh, we can only hope. Tubi, if you'd like to sponsor us, I mean, we're speaking highly. Tubi of you, Vinegar Syndrome of. Shout Factory. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Jesus. Oh, uh, man. I well, yeah, yeah. I I don't like. It's not a good movie, but I enjoyed my time with it to the point. Give that, it a like, watch. I was I watched this on a day off, so Rachel did not get to watch it with me. So I I would happily watch it again for her to experience this ride. Um, Allie, Hallie walked in when I was an hour in and she goes, what are you watching? <laughs> and I was like, I don't don't think, I was like, no, it's this dumbass movie. I got to watch for Scotty. So. Yeah, I'm doing homework. <laughs> Basically uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, I would not, um, this is not a slight against your wife, but I don't think she's open-minded enough to sit through this at all. I don't know. When we did the one podcast, all of her top five horror movies were movies that were based around the fifties. So, <laughs> and there, yeah, well, she, she does love the birds and Rosemary's Baby. So, yeah, so she might honestly have the patience more so than your average moviegoer, I'd say, for something mm-hmm. like this thing. Um, yeah. yeah so I, I would say watch it, watch it with some buddies. Watch it, watch it to zone out, and like if you have something else going on, you'll be fine. Um, because then you'll see a C and you'll be like, what the fuck? Did I miss something? No, you didn't. Um, <laughs> no, that's when you drink is when, yeah. when, when that happens, whenever you're like, what's going on, you drink. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I would, I would uh, like quality wise, I give it like, a, I give it a three out of five just because the practical effects were better than most things I've seen from this year. Yeah. Um, but they're very but, few and far between. Yeah. But like actual quality of the movie it's a it's a solid one um but i still <laughs> yeah, there you watch go. <laughs> it. yep 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 uh i'll meet you in the middle and i'll give it an overall of a two out oh of man five yeah. million <laughs> it's see it's like the of the things we watched the, this might be an idea that down the, maybe for like our 25th episode or 50th episode or something we rank all the movies we've seen or something crazy um but i would say like okay. in in the scope of what we've seen don't panic is fucking awful, but so entertaining compared to this. Yes. So yes. like on the scale, there's a reason it won best of the worst on an episode of Red Letter Media's best of the worst. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like I, I don't have the list of what else we've watched, Um, but there the, we've had we've had a couple stinkers, but the really two notable stinkers are this and don't panic. So I'm trying to I'm trying to create well, a, a stinkers in quotes. Or, yeah, I'm trying. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to create a stinker gauge, I guess, or something. Um, Smellow gauge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's check the smell of vision. Well, we've here. got a lot too that we're pleasantly surprised with, like Annihilation. Like we were like, oh, okay, this is actually yeah. really good. And like, I mean, even making contact, we were like, I would put that That's in a stinker. But yeah, 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 yeah. If we like, have, it's stinker, on, but so, it's crazy. So now, now it's going on. Um, from a scale of strange invaders to don't panic, <laughs> you know, like well, I don't think panic you can do like top. a scale, yeah, a scale of like what the fuck did I watch compared to oh, legitimately good movie, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, just yeah, man. Like I know I got to pick a sci-fi movie for the next one. I got no fucking clue to top this, man. God so, damn it. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't need to be another bad thing. I was legitimately interested in this because, again, all I saw was I'm I'm intrigued by small towns. So all I saw in in search of dark uh, in search of tomorrow documentary was small guy in small a small town. town trying to figure it out. Look at these fucking aliens, how they look. I got to see this. What is this? I've never heard of this. 
Um, right. So, yeah. So there's there's no real. I don't think I set any certain bar. It could be something you enjoy. It could be something you've never seen. Uh, it can be something that uh, uh, maybe we've mentioned on a whim, talking about another movie or something. But um, or and if anybody listening it, has an idea, please yeah. let us know. Uh, if not, well, we usually we do have what we're going. We we're doing episodes back to back because I got a lot of life stuff happening. So we were trying to bank some episodes. Uh, but yeah, I think it's I'll I'll find something. I don't know what I'm gonna go with yet. I will keep it sci-fi because I want like April to be like a sci-fi month. So uh, I'm wearing I a sci-fi shirt. I probably look like I got a button shirt opened up. That is not. I mean, shirt. it is, but <laughs> Alan, Alan in space. It's... No one can hear you in space. <laughs> Thanks, uh, AJ. It's, great. it's a great shirt. So, um. Uh. But yeah, I mean, that's all I really got to say about. It. That's all I got on this one. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, yeah. I, I mentioned before I was excited to talk about this just because I could tell from the discord one sided conversations there was going to be something to be said. Um, Those are usually when they're really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. As, it's, which is interesting as as little as there was happening in this movie. We had so much to talk about still. So. Yeah. Well, because unfortunately, Scotty and I don't live very close to each other. Otherwise, we'd be meeting up to watch these nonstop and drinking booze and yeah, all that Corey stuff. Corey would have been at my door, ring the doorbell and punch me in the face when he finished this movie. <laughs> I would have. I'd be like, I'm mad at you. Now, let's uh, give me a beer so we can watch this together. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so we'll we'll let you guys know through the Twitter or somewhere um, what we're going to be watching next. Uh, but it will be more yeah. sci fi. And, you know, I would love to hear if anybody is watching these, what they, what they think as well. Um, otherwise, any, any Paul other Lamette thoughts on this fucking podcast? <laughs> What's that? I want Paul Lamette on this podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Let's get him on here. How he's got to, be... uh, what was your, men- what was your mental state in this movie? All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yep. no, I mean, like we always say, thanks for the continued support. We're surprised people even listen to us. We just wanted to talk about dumbass movies and, we really appreciate it. So follow us on the Twitters and listen to listen to us. I mean, it, this is usually like, the oh, my God, like subscribe uh, and all that stuff. It does really help us if you rate us on whatever listening platform you do uh, and get shoot a comment or anything like that. Any traffic's good traffic for us. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now I don't know who or when people will hear this, but I am going to PAX East. I'll just let people know that now uh, that's up in Boston. So meet up with Scotty. Um, yeah, I'll have cool business cards. That's our first piece of merch, if anything. But he's gonna tape one to the front of his shirt. That's me. <laughs> That's us <laughs> on his Allen shirt. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. I think that's gonna do it, though. So just remember, if you're getting a little bit of static, you are exactly where you need to be. You are in the static zone. Wait, I, I messed it up. If you're getting a little bit of static, don't touch that dial, because you're exactly where you need to be. You're in the static zone. Perfect. One take Scotty is what we'll call you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now I'll just play the theme song to this movie. Oh, wait, there wasn't a fucking song. I'll just find Don't a choir. <laughs> find a fucking choir of theremins. Play Don't Panic theme. It's good yeah. for anything. Don't panic. <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. It. Don't panic. Way. Watch out behind you. Wait, that's Night Trap. <laughs> <laughs> Night Trap. Centerville, Illinois, is a nice place to live in. Hey, Bob, but you wouldn't want to visit there. 
And you definitely don't want to bring the family. Because the people of Centerville have a little secret they really would rather not share. Well, this is odd. No one has lived in that town since 1958. I know what I saw. You've intruded on a very delicate situation. I led them right to you. Twenty-five years ago, they came from another galaxy and joined the human race. Now, they're ready to leave, and some of us may be going with them. Strange invaders. OBS, yes, that's the word. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to. Scientists say were that, able so. to mimic Nessie's. Uh, I want to show you this real quick because science is insane and stupid. Um, I guess I could. Science? I guess I could share it with you. Let me see if this will work. That might be quicker since I already have it up and ready. Let me know if you can hear it though tell oh. me do you see just a mummy voice i see it okay so scientists were able can to mimic nessie yeah. voice. all right can you hear it clearly yeah just don't talk okay here we go so this is absurd i've seen this before scientists were able to mimic nessie amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3d printer it allowed them to produce a single sound. Oh! <laughs> that, that's a channel redemption. <laughs> yeah, I've watched that like seven times. Rachel introduced this to me because a podcast she listens to just recently learned of this. It's it's not that noise. Someone someone fucked with this to make it be yeah. like, uh, instead, which is like a dude caught a football in his gut or something. Uh, I okay, wish it would have been like the... voice ...by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3D printer. It allowed them to produce a single sound. Oh! <laughs> Scientists were able to... No, stop. It keeps Scientists... playing now. Stop. I, I, wish, I wish it would have been like the, you know, the like uh, stock footage sound of when it's like... <laughs> Like that, <laughs> yeah. Just a slowed down Wilhelm could, screen or something. Yeah, you could put the will. You could put anything in that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that well, that's actually that. like the thing we found the real video with that, and the podcast that she listens to has the actual recording and stuff. And what's the record? What's the actual? The, it's just like higher pitched and uh shorter. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Steve Urkel was what that um. <laughs> podcast was saying that she listens to let me find it to at least do you that service to actually um oh, groans and screams hollywood's mummies have always given us chills i still like the mummy series at least the but first this two this week researchers in england let us hear what a real mummy sounds like mm. 
That's the voice. It's not much better. Egyptian priest. years ago. Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice by recreating billions of dollars in research with a 3D printer. to produce a single. You know what that looks like? It looks like the thing from fucking Jurassic Park Three, whenever he can. Do the raptor Nessie sound Moon was chosen yeah. for this research because his yeah. remains were well preserved during mummification, oh and also because there What's are inscriptions in his coffin about his hope to speak to again actual... after death. The other one's funny. <laughs> the ancient world fulfilled by modern what? technology. That could be a sound redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Even the fucking broadcasters <laughs> give it some shit. So you know when the most plastic people in the world are making fun of it that something's oh wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. 